Hello everyone, this is Hannah, your host, and you are listening to the Success is Routine podcast. Our show is on a mission to talk to leaders in life and business that have achieved success and to learn what their routine is. If you are ready to create your routine to success, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. So hello everyone, welcome back to Success is Routine. I am so excited to have Todd Johnson here with us today. Todd Johnson is a former chief marketing officer and partner for one of the fastest growing marketing companies in South Florida, and he's currently the director of agency partnerships at Q1 Media. So welcome to the show, Todd. Nice to meet you, and uh, hello, everyone. Awesome. And I'm really excited. I know we talked and kind of like I'm in a marketing background, you're in a marketing background, so that's always excited to talk to other people in marketing. Uh, But share a little bit about your story, your background, how did you get started, and, you know, take us through it. Sure. So uh, not to uh, go too far back, but I grew up in Connecticut, um, out of school, out of college. I got into the brokerage business, um, stock brokerage business, and uh, made my way to uh, actually moving from Connecticut out to Silicon Valley, where uh, I started a investment um, a trading firm. It was called A-Trade. Uh, you know, we were competing with E-Trade. And uh, we had a great run there. Uh, I was able to see the boom and bust of the internet in Silicon Valley. It was a, uh, quite a run. Um, it was very, um, it was great for our company because, uh, we built retail stores and people would walk in programmers, you know, out of college, making 80, hundred grand back in 98, 99. And, uh, they didn't know what to do with it. And so, uh, we, our, our motto was we had advisors that were connected to the, the $5 trades. Um, so people would have the ability to trade on their own, but they would also get full service advice. So we had a great run. We, um, I actually, that was kind of the, my first jump into the startup world. So, uh, we raised about three and a half million dollars. Um, I think I was about 32 at the time. Um, you know, living in California and enjoying the, the internet, the incredible minds out there in Silicon Valley. Um, I just learned a lot, met a lot of uh, venture capitalists, met, met a lot of entrepreneurs and really cut my teeth on that type of um, business and, and raising capital and, and so forth. I'm moving forward, you know, cut, with all good things come to an end. So the internet, um, uh, the boom and the bust, the bust was around 2001. We had uh, decided to sell the company because not only were our backers getting beat up in the market, so were our um, clients. So we kind of saw the writing on the wall and I decided to uh, sell the company and move on. And uh, during that decision, uh, at the time, um, I had family back here in Florida uh, that at least vacationed down here. And um, we decided to move to Florida, my family and I. After I got here, I, although I spent a couple of years in the investment world, uh, I think it was clear that um, I wanted to do something else, and so I got into the data business. And you know, mm-hmm. part of part of the brokerage world is doing a lot of analytics, and um, you know, analyzing data was kind of a natural fit for me. Uh, as well as um, when I was back in California doing a trade, we did a um, we started to do a lot of marketing, and I think that's where I kind of developed a. Um, um, uh, you know, like I, I loved marketing. And so I was combined when I got to Florida, I got into a company that, uh, had the ability to do both, you know, I I'm, I'm, I'm right brain and left brain. So I, I love getting into spreadsheets, you know, creating and planning business plans at the same time. Um, I love the creative side of it. Um, so I'm, I'm somewhat unique in that regards, but, uh, I, I enjoy both sides of the fence. So, um, after I get to Florida, 
uh, went, uh, cut my teeth again in the, in the, in the marketing world doing data. We were doing a lot of, um, you know, with the credit union data, go mortgage companies that would, um, uh, come after us for, you know, people that were in the market. There was a whole boom and bust of the market of the mortgage world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also got into direct mail, um, Moving forward, there was a company that uh, uh, hired me that uh, they made me a partner after six months. I was the CMO. Um, I I went in there and kind of uh, took my sales background. We kind of gutted the sales team. Uh, I kind of put in place our own sales um, uh, program, and we went from like three hundred fifty grand to twelve and a half million in three years. Uh, and we were recognized any five hundred. Um, fastest growing company in South Florida. Uh, that was a great run. We had built a platform for um, a large insurance company and uh, it went real well for three or four years. And then all of a sudden the new CMO comes in, decides to pull the plug on the program and kind of left this high and dry. So um, I then moved over into, which was I've been doing all along, which is raising money for companies. I've always been involved with startups for the last 30 years. Um, and so I was kind of a bird dog for companies, companies that were looking to raise capital. I would introduce, introduce them to, uh, private equity groups and investment banks. And, um, we would, you know, I've raised hundreds of millions of dollars, um, and making the introductions of those type of companies. Um, moving forward, uh, after that, uh, I actually got recruited by Kathy Ireland. Um, you know, that was a, a great opportunity to work with, uh, um, you know, the 26th largest, uh, licensing company in the world. Um, she's fantastic. The team's fantastic. Um, just a, a great brand. Um, you know, taught me a lot about, um, uh, marketing, branding, um, bringing products to market. I think she has 60,000 plus retail doors, 17,000 products on and on. She just has a incredible team that, um, um, businesses or companies that are looking to get their, their products or services out there. Um, she's definitely a uh, route to take. Um, I still work with her on the side. So if a company comes along that it's a fit for her, um, we just kind of have a relationship where, uh, I introduce them and, and get a fee for it. So, um, after, after Kathy Ireland, uh, which we kind of, uh, we put our, um, focus on certain things. Uh, I still went back to the market and started to work with a, a company called, uh, Verios. Uh, they do a lot of email and text marketing. Uh, I helped build their text marketing business there. And then, uh, through that relationship, um, my company got, that company got acquired. So did the, my current company and the two put together, decided that, uh, you know, my Rolodex and my connections would be better served at Q1 Media, which is where I'm at, where I am now. And it's just, uh, I just got back from their kickoff from the for the year out of their Austin uh, location. And they are just, um, they're just fantastic. Great group, 60 plus people, you know, large um, companies that they work with. They, they're focused mainly on media placement and media buying. And um, I've got several people that uh, I'll be bringing to the table for them. So that's kind of the, the, the long route, but that's where I am now. Yeah, and that's an incredible history too, of like everything you've been through going from, you know, IT, going to interns, going to marketing and then like all the data side of it. So it was really neat. And I love that you said you like left brain and right brain, you like the analytical, like I can stay in a spreadsheet all day long, but I also love creating content. So I'm right there with you. Yep. Great. Great. Like, like mine's. Yeah, definitely. Um, so 
did you kind of grow up with like routine in your life like or did you um like so getting into these businesses going to silicon valley like how did you know those things to do like was a routine there already or like tell sure me. sure sure so i think it kind of started as an early age um i'm a hockey player i've been playing for 50 years i don't even want to say that but i've been playing literally hockey for 50 years i still play three nights a week i play with 20 year olds it keeps me young uh, you know you you come home from school and and just sit around and do nothing it's always you know we're always trying to improve our game so to speak so i think that was instilled at a very young age yeah no that's, that's awesome i love that you like it's a different sport too because hockey i don't hear as many people playing hockey especially in florida <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean hockey's a, a melting pot down here so i mean florida's a melting pot so you've got uh, literally i play with guys from russia to europe to um Canada, obviously, and uh, they uh, up, you know, up in the New England Northeast. There's a ton of people. It's a, also a very um, tight knit hockey community. It's kind of like you're the Kevin Bacon six degrees of separation. You know, if I mention someone, you're actually probably two degrees away from someone that either knows them or played against them. So it's a it's a great community. Uh, in fact, I I am the president of the South Florida chapter of Hockey Players of Business, which is a networking group that brings together all hockey players that are helping each other, you know, learn more about how to do their business as well as network and then give back to the community. So we're a nonprofit. I don't make any money off it, but it's a, um, it's a thing I do on the side. We have like Thanksgiving skates in the morning. Um, uh, uh every morning, every Thanksgiving, we have a, a skate in the morning. Uh, we'll have a Christmas, you know, we'll go to top golf. We'll have a different type of networking opportunities for, um, guys that are in the hockey community to, you know, um, promote their business. I'm like pulling some happy Gilmore going from hockey to there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of hockey players play golf. Yeah. yeah. It's the, uh, it's all about the core, you know, we're all doing this swing back and forth of hockey and golf and it, it lends itself. So a lot of guys do both. All right. Well, awesome. And so you have this routine kind of growing up with hockey and so you learn that to go into business. So talk to me a little bit about what your routine is now. Like, what is that like day to day? Sure. So I mentioned I'm involved with a lot of startups and um, I raise capital for companies on the side, so to speak. So it doesn't take a lot of my time, but I will spend, um, you know, I'll, I'll do the nine to five with my current business, um, my, my, excuse me, my current company in regards to uh, reaching out and developing agencies that want to place their business and media buying through us. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of 24 seven with the, the advent of the, the internet, the mobile phone, you know, it's, it's kind of sad or, or good, but I looked down the other day and it showed me the use of my phone for the, for the day. And it was over six and a half hours. So it's, it's kind of like created, you know, a walking office, if you will. So at any time, you know, day or night, the phone call comes in and it's regarding a deal or an opportunity or whatever it is. Um, I answer the phone and I move on. So. Um, regards to the routine, I, I play hockey three nights a week, you know, that gets my, um, it's, to me, it's more, it's, um, it's more fun than sitting in the gym and, and mm -hmm. doing cardio. So that gets my, uh, my, keeps my health in check. Um, and then during the week, you know, I, I might hit the bike on off days in regards to, uh, just staying healthy and keeping a mindset of, uh, always trying to get better. Um, you know, I'll weave in there, um, after my, my day job, so to speak. Um, you know, I'm working up till sometimes eight, nine, 10 o'clock on different opportunities, raising capital for 
you know, everything from commercial uh, real estate to companies that are trying to raise business. I'm currently involved with a a um, uh, a mobile app that is hopefully going to revolutionize uh, monetizing your media. So um, everyone that takes a photo these days, um, if you go and throw that on Facebook or Instagram, you've lost all the rights to monetize that. So what this product is going to do is once you take that photo, it watermarks it, it copyrights it, it then gives you ownership of that. And so if any of the media players in the world that want to try to use that media, you're going to be compensated for it. So I think it's something that's um, I'm, I'm pretty passionate about. Uh, we've been working on it for about six months. Um, I get to, um, I mean, I'm the CEO, but there's a lot more people that are working on it than I am. So I'm, I'm more of a strategy consultant and uh, uh, connecting the dots part of the deal. So it doesn't take all my time, but um, it's certainly, um, I, I'm pretty passionate about that. And I, I really think it's a winner after being around Silicon Valley for 32 years and being around startups. Um, it's, it's the one I'm the most excited about. Um, and the same team that is doing this, sorry to keep rambling on, uh, the same team that is, um, that's working on this, uh, the three of us worked on a company called R sports, R S P O R T Z.com. Uh, that's been like a long 14 year. We're no longer running it, but I raised the capital for it to get it going. Um, and they're hopefully a year or two away from an exit event. That product, which has a lot of similarities in the technology in the background of what we're doing is, um, is, uh, has 3 million members. It's in over a hundred countries. And so that's going to probably be our first, uh, you know, nice exit that we're all happy with. Um, so it's been a long time coming, but hopefully that snowballs into, you know, more things. So got a liar, a lot of fire left in this, uh, this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Like, so talk to me about how do you balance that? Like, what is that how you balance like? It? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, you know, we, we try to use the, uh, I mean, the advent of, and sad to say COVID, um, has allowed me to work on many projects because I can do zoom calls all day long. You know, everybody, and I mean, I'm sure you do, you've got your Calendly, you've got your zoom, you've got your, you know, my Google calendar. I have like eight or nine different email addresses from, you know, using outlook to Gmail to you name it. Um, but you know, having a calendar set up. Um, you know, being able to switch gears pretty quickly. Um, the way I look at it is I play a consultant role to several different companies. So it's not, it's not much different than one person having one company with several clients. Um, I tend to look at all of my different projects as clients of mine. So, um, it's, it's pretty easy to switch gears, um, and get on a call and talk about, you know, raising a million for one company and then turning around and doing a a million dollar marketing program for another company. So it's, it's, um, they're all kind of go hand in hand. And it's, it's uh, I guess it's just a, a lot of time management, um, setting a time hours in the day specifically for certain things, but you can't always do that because, you know, if the, if the investment call is at four o'clock on Friday or whatever, and you've got to be there, uh, you make it happen. And so you move things around and you prioritize things. And I think that's the way, you know, that that's the way I do it. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, talking about all these different like companies they're helping with and starting with, like, there's definitely a ton of relationships going on in that and like building those relationships. So what are some tips that you have on how do you make those connections and build those relationships? Sure. Um, I think about um, 10 years or so into my career, 
I kind of uh, made a switch or had the aha moment of paying it forward and, you know, not always doing something just to get something. And I started to help people just like in my, um, my uh, networking group I have right now, I don't make a cent off it. I get some business maybe referred to me, but I'm helping 60, 70 guys that, you know, may not be part of a network that may not have the exposure out there. Um, and I just enjoy the success of others. And so, uh, you know, I, I just think that to me, the, the secret to success is, you know, uh, as far as making, um, uh, connections is, you know, not always thinking about what's in it for me and thinking about how you can help others. And what I've found over the last 20 years is it comes back 20 fold. You know, it, it's like, it's like people, I, you know, didn't even think that I, you know, maybe contributed to give me a call and they're like, you know what, I listened to what you said and I applied it. And I'm like, I just want to thank you. So I get a lot of that and you know, it's, it's just, it's a great feeling, you know? And so what else did I say about that? I, I think that's about it. <laughs> no that's <worries>. my thoughts. <laughs> oh, I think that's like, I, I, I'm sorry. I'll go back into the networking. I, I lost my train of thought. Um, regards to the networking, I became a LinkedIn kind of, um, guru. Um, so I'm, I'm a LinkedIn advisor. They made me a LinkedIn advisor. So every time they go to launch a campaign, they send out a, uh, you know, does, do these headlines match with what you think would work and blah, blah, blah. So I contribute to that way. Um, I think I have like 17 or 18,000 followers. I really, before it kind of became a, um, you know, I've got now my inbox is just loaded up. Everybody learned the secret. Well, I had the secret like five years ago. And so that was a huge way of connecting with people. And, um, using LinkedIn. So, um, it's still a viable tool if you're doing business to business. Um, if you're, you're trying to get into and create relationships. Um, but it's also another way to kind of network. I would say is, you know, start with your circle, you know, ask questions, ask them who they know, ask them, um, you know, I'm starting XYZ business and I really need a marketing person. Who do you know? Um, I'm actively involved in my school, uh, getting back to that. So I'm, I'm like a networking person. If someone has, uh, that they call them a center of influence. If I have a center of influence person, I tap them all the time about what I need. And so, and again, it comes back. So I'll give you an example. Like first I'll tout my, uh, my national champion, Quinnipiac University, Bobcats, that just won the national championship, but I've been active in the school. Um, I think I have a, some scoring records there that are still standing, but ever since then we started a mentoring program. So we would guys that were on the team that were in certain, uh, not industries and in certain, uh, whatever they call them, whatever they're taking, they're like in bark marketing business. Um, we would line up guys that have already graduated with those guys to kind of give them, you know, some mentorship over the years. And so by the time they went and graduated, they've got three or four years of talking to someone that has really real experience. They have a network of people to talk to. So we started that at Quinnipiac. Um, we also created an endowment fund and the, our, our coach passed away. And, um, he, you know, meant a lot to us. And so we started an endowment fund, uh, a bunch of the, the alumni put money into that to help, you know, the current team. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people make the mistake of, you know, I want to make money now and it's all about me and they don't, they really miss the point of, you know, it takes a, it takes a community and, uh, again, getting back to pay it forward, you know, you know, just help people out and believe me, it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I, I love those kind of stories because one of the books that I really love and I talk to people about all the time are the seven spiritual laws of success. And one of the things in there, the more you give, the more you'll get. 
but it's not giving it with the expectation of getting anything back or really it's just going out there how can i help people around me to mm -hmm. better lives and that's exactly what you're doing and you can definitely see it's come back to you and i'm gonna jump ahead really and we will come back to sure. success <laughs> but okay you, talked, you mentioned that you do have a book that's in the works and I want to talk about it because looking at the title, it definitely, you know, falls into routine a little bit. And so if you want to share a little bit about what, what it's about and kind of what that looks like. Sure. So, you know, I've always, I've had a pretty amazing life in regards to, um, family, friends are always first on the top of my list and business, you know, it, it's kind of run its course. You know, I haven't hit the home run, so to speak. I've had a lot of singles and doubles, but along the way. You know, I think it was with the marketing company that I kind of came up with this title to finally really encompass what I do on a daily basis and what my mantra is. And it's called analyze, strategize, execute, repeat. Mm -hmm. And it really can be applied to really anything first and foremost. And, and you could put an L in there and call it listen. So it's laser, but I just dropped it off and make it simple, but it could be listen, analyze, strategize, execute, repeat. I, I think you going into any situation where it's, whether it's business, whether it's a relationship, whether it's, um, you know, hobbies, whatever you're looking, you're looking to travel. I mean, you pretty much analyze as much as you can about what you're trying to achieve and what, what's going to go into it. You know, what, what do I have to work with? What is my goals? Um, same thing with marketing. If I'm working with a client, I want to analyze what are your goals? What are your KPIs? What are you trying to achieve? Um, once we put that together and we kind of gather that information, we then move to strategize and then strategize, you know, I want to know what are all the ways that we can get this message out there. If it's for marketing, you know, what's worked in the past, what doesn't work. Um, you get into, you know, your AB split tests, you you always have a champion piece. You always have a challenger. You're constantly, you know, strategizing on what to do. You then go to execute, you know, it's all about execution. You got to take, uh, what you've learned, what you've strategized to do, and then you go and execute it, execute on that. After that goes through the, whether it's the, the company, the marketing program, whatever it might be, you then go back and you repeat the process. We analyze what just happened. We strategize again, what changes we're going to make, and then you execute. And it's just a constant circle. So it's, it's kind of an easy and simplified way of, you know, Putting, there's a lot more components, obviously, that go into each one of those, but it pretty much sums up, um, you know, how I um, do business, marketing, and relationships, and and everything. You know, the relationship side is, you know, analyze who you're going after, strategize how you're going to meet her, and then <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. I awesome. It's a it's a really good routine for like anything though, because you know, sure. as execute routine. That's why I wanted to bring it into the routine part here. Um, sure. At it like. That's exactly what you're doing in each of these pieces. As you're going from different businesses and developing new businesses, you're you're going through that same routine of analyze, strategize, execute, and repeat. And I think it's really amazing how you, you created that because it it is simplified. However, there's tons of things that go into it, but it makes you know where to stay on track constantly. Like sure. where am I at and where do I need to go? And you kind of have that direction. So I really love that. Great. Uh, well, let's jump into success. And so okay. talk to me about how, you know, that routine has created success in your life. Sure. So I would say that the two or three kind of successful businesses on a bigger scale that I've been with, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I learned at an early age about, uh, how to build a business plan. And that's what starts in going into 
really all of the other companies that followed was you kind of start out with your mission statement, you know, your 30 second pitch, you're going into um, what is the problem you're trying to solve? What is the solution? What does the market look like? What are your financial projections, how to get there, how much money you're going to need? Um, all of that goes into building a business plan. And I think that each one of those companies that I was, you know, I would say somewhat successful at, um, others would say successful, but to me, I'm, I'm always hard on myself and I always want to achieve more. So, um, but I learn on each one and I think this one that's coming up, I think we're going to be widely successful just because I believe in all the components. I think it has everything that we have in need to do. So, um, you know, the, it's, it's a, um, there's a little bit of hard work and luck. You know, I see a lot of people that work really hard and I see people that are real lucky and it's not, always, you know, sometimes it's not the smartest people in the room that uh, are the most successful. And I've seen a lot of successful people fail just because they can't get out of their own way. They're, they have analysis paralysis. So, um, I've, I've always been a risk taker. Um, you know, I, I didn't mention it before, but, um, I'm the product of two amazing, uh, parents that had their own business. You know, my, my father worked up until almost the day he died at, uh, 85. Um, my mother worked until she's about 90 something just because they, they owned a manufacturing, um, uh, business in Connecticut. And it was a passion for those. I got to see the two of them work together for, you know, 40, 50 years. And they instilled in me at a very early age of, you know, what family was all about, what work ethic was all about. And, um, I owe a lot to them. So I, I, I didn't mean to come full circle, but I wanted to get back into them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what does success mean to you? Success is happiness. Um, you know, if you wake up in the morning or if I wake up in the morning and I'm happy, uh, to me, that's successful. Um, you know, I, everybody likes nice things. I don't put a lot of, uh, I don't put a lot into money. My parents once said to me, I said to my mom when I was younger, I said, you know, so-and-so has a Mercedes. Why don't we have a Mercedes? And she said, Todd, I could buy 10 Mercedes, but I'd rather spend it on you. Uh -huh. Cool. So, um, that stuck with me a long time. Um, yeah. it's, it's not about the money. It's about, uh, being happy. So gosh, you got me emotional. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I think, um, it really is success. It's about happiness and, you know, money will come when you need yep. it and yep. you can always make more of it. Um, but you can't, can't go back and change those moments of, you know, where you, so. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I have two questions for you before I let you go. Okay. Sure, no problem. Uh, one is, if somebody is listening to this and they have no routine in their life, what is that first step they need to take to kind of start implementing, you know, the routine of analyze, strategize, execute, and repeat? Sure. So, um, you know, I, I have a lot of experience in this. And, and uh, at, at one time, I'll give you a quick story. My sister's um, husband at the time, he's, he's since passed, but um, he was a musician and he was also a cook at night so but his he always wanted to do something you know in the music world to make money and and you know doing gigs don't always pay the bills and so he came up with you know he wanted to teach music um and uh open up kind of a music shop and so you know he he had saw that what i had done in the past of creating businesses and he asked me for my help and I said, it all starts with writing it down. If you don't write it down, it's always an idea. You know, ideas are worth, you know, they're worth nothing really. They're air. 
I mean, until you start to put pen to paper and come up with a plan and coming up with, you know, I told them, I said, you know, go find a, a location. You want to do a music store? Go start with searching locations. Where's a good location to put it? Um, and amazingly enough, and, and this is a, I, I'm not, hopefully I'll get emotional on this one. Um, he was a tremendous success. He actually opened it up near Choate Rosemary Hall. It's a prep school in Connecticut. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of overnight, all of a sudden had, you know, was teaching all of these kids in school. Um, sadly to say he got a gig to go play in Europe and, um, he actually got, um, staff, uh, infection in, in the hospital and passed away. But I've been to, unfortunately, a number of, um, a number of, uh, funerals. And this was the most amazing one I've ever been to because there was 400 people line out the door, 30 kids, I think had come up and composed, wrote songs and played music for him. Ah, sorry. That was more amazing than any money that you could ever set that you could ever um, make. And the impact that he had in those kids was amazing. So, Ooh, man, now you got me twice. <laughs> but, but, um, but uh that really um really touched me back then and i like to think that i had a little part in that so it's very rewarding yeah well i definitely had a part telling him to write it down yeah. teaching him the yeah. ways and you know it's yeah. incredible the impact that he left um, yeah. uh, there was one book i was reading or somebody no i was talking to um, michael walters another person from inc 5000 that we had on the podcast and he talked about how you know what is that impact you're gonna leave on the world and like mm -hmm. that is what you should be kind of looking at like whenever you're looking at like success and like what do you want to do in life like sure. those things that connect and so i love that he did that and you helped him get there uh so yeah. that's incredible thank you for sharing those stories with sure. me. um <laughs> definitely you know I, I i would add one more thing because you, you just mentioned it about leaving your legacy um people should think of their their persona their image as their brand and so everything is, you know, social media, you're, we all have to, we don't all have to, but we're all have an image out there. And what do you want to be known as? Do you want to be known as the, you know, the, the sneaky, shifty, squirrely person, or do you want to be on the up and up? Everybody trusts, everybody likes, they know what they're getting. You, you know, going back to your word is your bond. Um, all of those things play a role in um doing business uh relationships um you know people that want to be around you want to be people that they can trust and they you know they they make themselves as well as others around them better yeah definitely i just finished the book simon sinek search with why and that's made a huge impact over this last month now of how we even look at like how we're marketing our business and you know, that message we get out there because, you know, why, why do we do SEO? Why do we do social media and, you know, reframing our language to really match our why. And I think it comes down to your legacy. Like, what are you doing and are they in alignment? You're not just doing it to do it. Uh, you're doing it with purpose for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and that leads me right into my last question, which is, <laughs> you know, uh, if you were to recommend a book or, you know, maybe somebody to listen to, what is that book or who is that person that you would really say you know this person's message really aligns with what i share and you know what is it sure sure um quick story um they all are right 
Uh, <laughs> back in 2013, when we got the award for Inc. 500, I went up to, um, it was, it was in DC. And so you've got all of these entrepreneurs all getting awards. I think we were there, we were the 89th out of 5,000 of the private companies in the country, you know, with this tremendous growth. And so I went up there accept, to accept the award in one of the breakout sessions, I sit down at the table and I start talking to this guy and I'm like, yeah, this is a smart guy. It's pretty cool. And I see all, everyone else started to come around my, my, uh, table. It's a like eight person table. And they're all like looking at him and I didn't know who he was. Um, and all of a sudden five minutes later after lunch, he gets up and starts doing the keynote and it was wow. Gary Vaynerchuk. It was oh. Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> and so, um, that's when I first met Gary. Um, he's had a huge impact on, um, on me in regards to marketing. Although I'm with a competitor right now, you know, not so much. We do more media buying. He does creative and he does other things. But, um, you know, a shout out to him. He is just amazing when it comes to social and digital. Um, you know, I, I point everyone in that direction. If you want to get bits and pieces and, mm -hmm. and techniques and wh where you should be going now, uh, he is definitely the guy. Um, I learned a tremendous amount from him. I think his one of his books someone gave me recently is called 12 and a Half. Um, and, uh, that was a great book. I also read his, uh, jab, 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 right hook. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a number of ones that I've, I'm usually following him more on the internet, but I read two or three of his books and, and they're fantastic. He's a raw, no holds barred in your face. Um, you know, this is what is reality. And if you're not doing it, you're missing the boat. And, um, he just, he just comes across as just an expert. You know, he had tremendous success in what he's done in his businesses. And uh, it's someone I follow regularly. Yeah. And I follow him too. So it was really cool that you got to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. guy. Great guy. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I know you mentioned like he's kind of a competitor right now for you. Uh, one thing I always look at is there are so many people in this world that, you know, even though technically you're a competitor for me in some way, because we're both in marketing, um, I feel like our voices all are going to touch somebody differently. And so I think it's great that you're sharing somebody that could potentially be your competitor, even in a more direct way, because there are people that are going to want to work with you, Todd, versus people that want to work with Gary, versus people that want to work with me. And so I think the more that we just share each other's message and those pieces that really impact us, um, the better we're all going to be. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to give two more shout outs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, two, two to my, my beautiful daughters. They're both getting married in the next year. Um, one in the castle in Ireland, which we're looking, we're excited about and one on a farm in North Carolina. Um, you know, I don't take all the credit. There was two of us, but, uh, they've turned out, turned out to be just great kids. Love the, love the, uh, son-in-law, future son-in-laws and, um, you know, I just couldn't be happier in regards to, uh, how my daughters turned out. Um, one more shout out is to my, I got divorced, but I have a new girlfriend and uh, her and her daughter are the world. Well, awesome. Well, it's cool. wedding season. <laughs> yeah. I got to go make some dollars today for some of it. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you uh, for sharing your stories with us, Todd, and your success and your routine. I love having you on the show. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Much appreciated. Yes, have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to Success is Routine podcast. If you found value in this episode, share it with a friend. Episodes go live weekly on Sunday at 8 a.m. Start your week with the right routine. 
Like, follow, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening. Join the successive routine movement and get exclusive downloads and content from the guests. Go to www.successisroutine.com and follow the conversation there or on social media. Until next time, remember. And I think at a very early age, having that coach discipline, having to show up on time, how to how to do wind sprints back and forth on the ice. It, it really instilled not only myself, but a lot of athletes like myself that I think you learn that at an early age of building that routine. So you've got to work out, you've got to try harder, you've got to put things in place that are routine, what you eat, all of those things go into making a better athlete. And I think that a lot of athletes become great business people and hard workers because they kind of learn that discipline at an early age. The secret to success is, as far as making uh, connections is not always thinking about what's in it for me and thinking mm-hmm. about how you can help others. What I do on a daily basis and what my mantra is, and it's called analyze, strategize, execute, repeat. Mm-hmm. And it really can be applied to really anything.